0: Welcome to Day One Patch Podcast, episode 321. I'm your host, Ryan Johnson. Adrian Penny's here. Hi. Uh, Matt Lawrence? Yep. Tim Spence? Hello. Jeez, holy cow. Well, uh, uh, gotta bring the everyone? hype.
1: Is that, is that your Decker Kane impression? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Stay a while
0: and listen. <laughs> Some of the top stories this week include, uh, Microsoft apparently tried to acquire Nintendo way back in the day before they even got into the Xbox. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, devs refute Development rumors? That's actually an interesting story. I was reading through that before the show. Uh and with Flash Games Flash Games Dead, one developer is saving theirs with a Game Boy port. And then finally graphics cards are all set to become more expensive very soon. Um you mean more
2: with, expensive?
0: More expensive. We're gonna start with what's what's new. Anyone got anything new they're playing? Anything they're doing? What are they you reading anything? Yeah, cooking Bacon. I have
3: I have received a PTSD from Death Stranding, I believe. Congratulations, <laughs> man. That game uh I mean I beat it and then I started like going back and I was like, Oh, I'll do these trophies. And so I did that a few times this week and I realized slowly that I don't I don't need that. <laughs> because like the whole game is basic based on the journey across America and in order to do that, it's like eighteen journeys across America. And so I don't, I don't need that. So I don't know. I'm probably not going to do it just, just for the record, but I'm not going to get the plat. I'm probably not going to get the plat. The Mm. issue, the issue is, is that there's, there's two big ones that I'm having trouble with. One of them is, I think it's delivery time. I think it's the top left quadrant of your ranking or rating or whatever star, and every one of these points in the star gets like a, a, a rating, and they all need to be sixty in order to get, in order to get the one trophy. And I have them all, I believe, at sixty or very close to sixty. But the delivery time, that upper left quadrant, is really killing me. And I f- find quite few delivery missions, uh, or delivery time missions. And i and I got screwed out of a really big one because what happened was I did this huge this huge haul like a copious amount of weight like something like a thousand kilograms or something, and I had to deliver it within twenty minutes and I delivered it within six so I did that that's fine then I you know quickly grabbed another one and was gonna go to bed after so I quickly grabbed another one deliver it to the next place, which was the timefall farm it's just like a farm out whatever and I was trying to do that. Like I was trying to do the delivery there. I made the delivery, but then I couldn't leave. Like I was able to walk into the place, but I guess my truck was too close to the door and it let me go in, but not leave. So I had to load back to right before my first delivery, that first 1,000 kilogram one, which you know, in thought would not be that bad. But then when I turned it in, which was like a second after I loaded in, it lowered my rating and it like killed a bunch of my ranks. And so I don't know why that was. So I was just like, well, like this is just going to take forever. Like this is just going to be a grind. And each of the places that you can go to, each of the places that you can deliver to give you a rating. So they give you a rating out of 5, and as you um as you deliver packages like it it accumulates, it doesn't go away in, in between. It accumulates up to 5 stars and then you get like a star on your suit. And I Realized that there were i realized this earlier but i didn't really have much thought i realized there's areas that the story never takes you to and so i had to find this one guy so i found him and i started like delivering packages for him and i delivered like he's in a very difficult place to get to probably the most difficult place uh that i've experienced in terms of like someone living there um it's a very weird place. I ha- I have like this weird like ladder system set up to get to him, and I delivered like two big things. Like I had had to fight a bunch of mules, and I delivered two big things for him. And I'm I'm like level two with him, and then I did a third really big up thing for him, and I went up, like not even a sixteenth of one star. And I realized that obviously the the deliveries are weighted differently, but they're not like obviously or at least not to me weighted differently. Whereas you would think they would be, right? Like, oh, this is a massive delivery. It'll give me, like, two stars. That's not the case. Sometimes the smaller delivery gives you it. And I just... I'm going to have to do that at every single place in this game. Like, I'm going to this... have to go back to every single one over and over again.
2: Have you tried looking up, like, a guide and see if somebody's figured out a more efficient way to do it?
3: I haven't looked Cause... up a guide um, because I was just, like, knocking out easy trophies. Like, um... Not easy ones, but, like, ones I missed. Like, th- I went to this one area because it was, like... Uh... There's, like, hot springs in the game, so I'd never use them because they're pretty rare and they're not very useful. So, uh, like, there was, like, an area where I I could, like, dispose of loot, which was one of my... Or dispose of, like, some uh, contaminated uh, cargo, which was one of my trophies. And then right beside his place was a hot spring. So I just, like, went there and then discovered that there was this hole in my area that I'd never been to on the map. And then I discovered his place and just, like, did like I always do. Because I'm actually a fairly high star ranking in most of the cities at least. Most of them are actually already five just naturally. A lot of the preppers are at least at three, four. Some of them are actually at five. But it's just, I, I'm, I think I, <laughs> I think I played too much Death Stranding. Like, uh, looking back, I think I started it in
1: December. And I think you I need beat to, the simpl- shit out of it. I think you need to simplify things and join me on Sea of Thieves, Mr. Matt. Uh, I don't know about that gonna have some more ptsd with that
3: freaking indiana jones like levels and those people stealing our shit what are you playing it on
1: uh death stranding or sea of thieves sea of thieves i'm playing it on game pass but it's cross play so it doesn't really matter oh okay you if you if you have it through microsoft ecosystem, you have it on xbox and pc and if you have it on steam you're locked to pc but i think everything's cross play anyways
2: so if you have, if you're playing on Steam, you can play with people on Xbox.
3: Yeah, I, I play in, on the Xbox. right? or er, Adriano plays on PC.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I don't. I'm assuming there's a way to play on Steam and to friend somebody on the Xbox because you because every because everyone in Sea of Thieves is on is in the same same servers like there's no mm-hmm. there's no you division. probably just left to sign up for you probably have to sign in right when you're in the game yeah i'm i'm assuming you sign into xbox live on the steam version like you would anything else and that's probably how they facilitate it like you you sign into xbox live on minecraft on the switch and that's how you facilitate mm. crossplay there so reason i ask is because
2: like a, fr- a streamer friend of mine is getting a group of people together to play sea of thieves like on stream um and have a big like group going like that and I expressed interest, and I was going to get the game, and he's like, oh, perfect, it's on sale. And I went to go buy it on Steam, and it had just come off sale, so I was like, oh, damn, well, that's a shame. Oh, well, I'll just wait for the next one. And I woke up to an email this morning from Steam saying, you've been gifted a copy of Sea of Thieves from this guy. Oh. So, he just bought it for me.
1: That's right. That's nice of him.
2: Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, there will be probably some Sea of Thieves this there, week.
1: There, There's definitely a way, like, like, I, I know the PC like people on who played it through the Microsoft ecosystem, they migrated their accounts to steam when they came out on steam, like they're able to oh, yeah. move stuff over. So there is a Fair way enough. to do it. I, uh, you may want to give that a quick Google.
2: Yeah. I'm going to have to start looking into it. Cause I mean, like if it's cross platform, no matter what, like whether it's game pass for PC or like the Xbox, app on PC or steam, then that's great. Um, but yeah, I guess as far as me, um, I've just been doing that Yakuza grind, you know, only like 200 hours into it. So barely scratching the surface. Um, That's an exaggeration. I think I maybe got like 70 hours Uh, because there's a lot of side stuff as per usual. But I think this is the first Yakuza game I'm actually going to 100% get all the achievements in Holy because crap, dude. it's the it's the first one that you don't have to do the whole completion list so i don't have to learn how to fucking play shogi or mahjong or koi koi or oichikabu i can just fucking do the requests and do the side quests and do the main quests and make like you know do the management mini game play some mario kart and uh that'll be good enough so it's i think it's really doable Um, but the biggest thing that came out this week for me anyway that's super exciting is the Monster Hunter Rise demo went live yesterday on the Switch so I've done some of that and it's it's really fucking good it's really good I'm very excited for uh, when that game fully comes out one of my favorite weapons ever the hunting horn is like super quick now and very mobile and agile and it's really weird but it's also really awesome I'm just really excited about Monster Hunter.
3: Have you beaten... So you said the demo comes out for like a limited time. Remember you telling me yesterday.
2: Yeah, the demo started on uh, January 7th, and it's going until February 1st.
3: So can you beat all that's in there, or are they like slowly adding stuff until February? <clears throat> so they have a... Uh, normally what they do with the demos is they have three
2: hunts, where you have a beginner hunt and an intermediate intermediate hunt and then like an expert hunt Mm. for the people of like varying skill levels um they added two new hunts to this as well one that shows you like the basic ins and outs of uh how monster hunter works especially in rise's case because there's some new things in it Um, but also just a, a good overview of like what you do on a hunt what you're expected to do like out in the world and how to take advantage of your environment and things like that and then also the new like um, Wirebug mechanic, which is basically like a grappling hook on a cooldown. Uh, so that's that's dope. And then they had a separate training hunt as well that teaches you how to use the um, Iron Silk mechanic, which is where you can basically just keep doing enough aerial attacks to a monster. There's no mounting anymore. Um, now you basically jump on the monster and ride it, uh, and you can control it to a certain extent for a short period of time and make it attack other monsters or you can run it into a wall or etc so that's very interesting as well um and i'll be really interested to see how that plays into like speed hunts and things like that by the people who are just absolutely insane at monster hunter um so they have the two training hunts and then for right now they only have a beginner hunt and an intermediary hunt but there's no expert hunt so i'm wondering if that's going to change um if they'll, you know, update it in a week or something. I, if you can even imagine them, like, updating a demo, it would be strange, but I suppose doable.
3: They This game is in the old style, right? Like, it's not in the world style?
2: It's kind of a mix, I would say, because it's made by... Um, Monster Hunter has two teams. They have their console team and then the portable team, which are basically, like, the same now, because... um. There are really not any more portable consoles. I, I think handhelds are kind of a thing of the past now. Um, the Switch kind of bridges that gap because the Switch is technically a console. So this game is made by the uh, portable team, but there's a lot of mechanics in it from World. So like a, a, the way that a lot of the weapons work, and um, just the the there's no more like. Separate zones in a hunting area. It's all one big connected map again, as in World, which is the first game to do that. Um, just along that sort of line. Cool. So I, I think they'll have one one team that works on probably like Switch games, and people are saying that there are rumors that it might also come to PC, which would be interesting. But we'll see about that. And uh, then I imagine the other team will keep working on, you know, PS five and Xbox series and pc sweet but yeah it's shaping up to be really good it's um it seems a lot more streamlined i think
1: it's just the biggest way the 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 simplest way you could put it uh i'll simply just run i'll list everything and if you guys have any questions about anything i i already have a question about dead cells no that's second to last on my on my list. I I I actually realized that I do play quite a bit of shit in a week. I just never remember what I played, so I started writing it down. Yup, <laughs> that's probably a good idea. Hearthstone. I played Diablo two with you guys. I played uh, uh, Civ six with Ryan and Aaron. We're actually playing again tomorrow. Overwatch, God of War, Dead Cells. And see if these—that is a lot. Holy crap! Jesus Christ! And and I I didn't even work in Assassin's Creed this week. I actually skipped out on Assassin's Creed. I I think I
3: think you are hitting that level of Assassin's Creed that I hit years ago, where I was just doing it every single year. And uh, well, I had I had incidents with my PlayStation Three, which caused me to lose data in Black Flag. That's not the game's fault, but. Um, that didn't help. And then unity just fucking broke the camel's back and I was like, okay, I'm done. Like I can't play this game anymore.
1: Unity really did ruin it. And the jank that I feel with, like I, I, I always know. And like I played every other Assassin's Creed game before and So I know they're not perfect games, but there was always this fluid fluidity to the movement where there was always this kind of confidence in where I needed to go. And unity really, really ruined that. And I know that Syndicate has gotten most of it back, but there still just seems enough broken there that I, I I can't trust it. And it's it's gonna be really hard for me to move on to Assassin's Creed after this. And like, Matt, like what if I told you that I think I might be done with Assassin's Creed after this?
3: I mean, I, I was in the same boat. I, I thought I was done. Um and the only reason why I came back was because I saw Ryan and Aaron playing Origins, and then I saw them playing Odyssey. And then, or I so saw just Ryan playing Odyssey, and then uh, Aaron bought us that like Ubisoft game pack where we all kind of like share the discs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I took the Origins disc and ended up platinuming it. So the style <laughs> change like helped me because I was back again, Unity, which was you sort of a style change off, from the right? old one, but like not quite. But I think that you could do with a break, like, you're also on the old ones still.
1: Yeah, like like this is this is considered to be the end of the old ones. Yeah, like this after, is the end of the old ones. Like
3: Unity was, a, they attempted to change it, and mm, then
1: yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I am with Assassin's Creed. I think it might I might take a long, long break of Assassin's <clears throat> Creed um, because there's other things I want to play. But holy fuck, do I spend a lot of time on Dead Cells? I, I actually uh, watched
2: some uh, Dead Cells gameplay for the first time well, ever yesterday.
1: It's such a good fucking game. Yeah, do, you a cool. count on that?
0: Hmm? do you have a playtime count on that? Do you have
1: a playtime count on that? On my Steam, but it it, sell, so. yeah. I when I load up, I can load up my Steam afterwards.
3: I'll take a look. It'll, it'll I'm going to go it. do an investigation on my app right now. He's trying to cover it up.
1: No, it's definitely hundred. It's, <laughs> it's under a hundred. It's under trying to cover hours. it up. No, it's under a hundred hours. I definitely haven't spent a hundred hours on it.
3: Um, That's a weird number to choose there, Adriano. Time for me to
1: I, check. I, your w- cover up. I will bet it is under a hundred.
3: I also don't know where it is in the app, so I can't give it to you right away. <laughs> Wait, but can you
1: can you check other people's numbers on Steam? Yes. But oh, I yeah, al- Steam, yeah. But I've also bought and played that game on PlayStation. So
3: Oh seven hundred and eighty three hours. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't believe that. No, 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 no. Eighty eighty That's It's a, a lot of time spent 80, in menus. AFK. 80, 83? three? Eighty three hours, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's uh I think, I think
0: that's,
2: that's as so much good. as I have in Yakuza right now. <laughs>
1: oh no never mind 94. and i and i don't but i don't plan on slowing down with that cells like there i have to i need to find out the secrets to this game and i there's just i i have a map like i made a map to it because i this it, it, it bothers me that much
2: i mean fair enough
3: that's He's getting me. his papers out. I can hear him shuffling again. Yeah, I used
2: is- to I used to do that for um for Oblivion when I was trying to do like when you make like a a perfect perfectly skilled character in Oblivion. Um which is something that I've talked about on the show before, which is completely ridiculous. So like it's just as a really quick rundown. When you play Oblivion, you have major skills and you have minor skills and you only level up overall when you level up your major skills and you have to level up your major skills in a combination of 10 10 major skill level ups gets you one overall character level up. When you level up your minor skills, you don't get any experience towards your overall, but obviously your skills are still going up. And then like when you go to level up the attributes that you pick to get a bonus to, those bonuses will go up depending on what category of skills you used while you leveled up. So it's kind of complicated, but it's not as complicated when you're like looking at it. So the thing is, when you level up in Oblivion... You Say, for example, you're doing like strength skills. So things that are like uh, blade or blunt or blocking or heavy armor or blacksmithing, things like that. Those will give you like a bonus to your strength score when you level up and you pick like what stat you want to level up. You can get a maximum of plus five to an attribute per level up. Um, and that depends on what skills you level up. So if you leveled up your, your blade... Uh, five times, and it was one of your major skills, and you also leveled up your block five times, and it was one of your major skills. Then that's ten levels, which is enough for an overall level up, and it's five levels each of those, which gives you a plus five to um your strength. But the thing is, when you level up, you can level up. Uh, you can pick three attributes to get a bonus to. So you kind of have to like go. Okay, well this level I'll pick. I'll do five strength skills, and I'll do five endurance skills. So you, you like level up Blade five times. You level up your Heavy Armor five times. So it's like, okay, great. There's 10 levels. I'm leveling up my overall character. I can pick Strength and Endurance to get a plus 5-2. But you also get to pick a third skill. And this is where it gets complicated because then you have to start keeping track of what that third skill is that you've essentially, in air quotes, like overleveled um, to get that third plus 5-2. So what a lot of people do is they level up their minor skills first, and you're picking... 15 level ups uh, or sorry they pick like a major skill and a major skill and a minor skill because if you keep leveling up major skills and you're over leveling past the 10 required to level up then you start to lose track of like okay now for next level what 15 am I going to do well five of them are already like at this so it gets confusing so I literally had to have like a spreadsheet of what I leveled up yeah spreadsheets And it was like it wasn't even like a digital one. It was a fucking it was was like a pen and like a pen and paper and a a notepad. I had a notepad, and I was like, I was like, okay, strength has gone up this much, endurance has gone up this much, and agility has gone up this much. Okay, now next level, agility is gonna actually be at ninety, and then I can get. Strength and endurance up, and they'll be at 100. Okay. So I can stop leveling up these skills. Okay. Now I need to start working on minor skills. And, like, I had to, I literally had to write shit down to keep track of what was, like, overleveled to what extent and what wasn't. And yeah. I, I think I maybe got that character to, like, level 15 before I was like, all right, this is too much. I need to start playing something else instead. <laughs> so one of these days I'll have a perfectly leveled char- character in Oblivion, but it just goes to show how fucking unintuitive and broken the leveling in Oblivion is. Bethesda, if you're listening, and I know you are, remake Oblivion and give it Skyrim's leveling system, for the love of God, please.
3: But please don't give us that fucking perk page. I hate that perk page with a controller when you're trying to, like, select a specific perk and it keeps going to the wrong ones, like, because it's going through the constellations. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the constellations are absolute garbage on console. Complete
2: trash. Keyboard and mouse makes perfect sense. Console? No, it's broken.
0: What about you, Uh Ryan? As for myself, I've kind of been jumping around uh, a few games. I'm replaying uh, Demon Souls with Aaron. Nice. So we're doing our our together second run. Aaron's already done it like nine times or something.
3: Oh my! Wait,
0: <laughs> really? I don't know nine, but he's done it like several times. Um, and I'm doing a magic build, and I've kind of just gotten the hang of it. I've been uh, kicking some butt recently.
2: Magic's really fucking good in Demon Souls
0: you're uh you're pretty weak though so like one hit <laughs> can take oh, you out yeah. sometimes um other than that I, I booted up uh um what the hell is the name of it what's that what's, what's the one of the PlayStation plus games we got Godfall is that it Yes. wait we got
1: we got godfall in PlayStation plus
0: yeah so i I, I booted that up it's uh pretty uh wait pretty janky
3: isn't that a ps5 game no it's
0: both
1: I, is it godfall is that the one i'm talking i don't think mm-hmm. i don't i, think I don't that, think godfall that's a brand like that came out yeah like yeah what the hell's the name
0: okay hang on, hang
2: okay.
1: on i'm pretty I sure uh,
0: are you thinking greedfall the pirate one greedfall thank uh, so it like godfall 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 new. yeah, like, yeah
1: that, that is a top like that's a new release game
0: greedfall that is a janky game
1: the greedfall is in new... you no, no. Are you I'm surprised I
0: look at, I'm looking at the scores here. It has like eight out of tens and stuff. Mm-hmm. Seven I out of heard ten on Steam, really apparently. I, I was not very enjoying it. Now I haven't gotten too far, but but just the controls didn't feel that great.
3: Hmm. Now let me ask you this though. Mm-hmm. So you don't like indie games. Is this an indie game? Oh well,
0: wait, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like indie games. Well no. I know but... I have I have been critical of them in the past, but they have definitely increased in, in overall quality and scale.
3: You and I have had, like, conversations where, you know, like, the let's say the general PC player, or at least the ones that I know, would be okay playing something like Seven Days to Die, where even through its early access and whatever, you know, chances are, and it's still in early access to this day, actually, but chances are it will not, you know, reach the highs of, let's say, like, a Halo graphics or, well, maybe not Halo is a bad example these days, but even, actually, even those graphics, it probably won't hit those highs right like it's it's very much like an indie game where somebody went I, into I don't I don't think that 70s to die is on unity but like you know what I mean it's sort of like that unity feeling where the controls aren't super tight because the developer is just making a game in their engine they don't have like a whole UX team there that's like no we need these these controls accelerated and stuff
0: yeah I am definitely a fan of triple-a games so um,
3: like is Greedfall falling into that sort of 70s to die trap
0: Ah, uh, for me, yeah. So you might your 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 mileage might vary with this game, and I'm even looking at a review here. It says almost everything I want out of a big, juicy old school RPG. So if that's the case, juicy. you know, if 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 like old school RPG fans like this type of game, then yeah, it might be for them. Uh, I I was just not too impressed with it. Now I only did spend it with an hour. I am planning to go back. Um, maybe maybe see where it see where that leads.
3: The 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 line in Polygon is. Something like uh, where the hell is it? It literally says the the sort of RPG or the sort of epic RPG Bioware doesn't make dot dot dot. <laughs> so like I mean it's being you know held in pretty high regard it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it doesn't look like it's indie, but it's not it's not like your Infinity Awards and your big triple A guys either. I've got a friends who've nice nice they've said parts.
0: it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Screenshots make it look fantastic. You seen these? This is uh,
3: this really is nice. that whole this is that whole Crimson Desert experience thing again. Where oh for God's this sake! Is, this is the time. This is the time to play this stuff before the PS5 like takes off and has a whole bunch of crazy stuff.
2: Just be like me and buy them all on Steam and then just never play any of them. Just keep <laughs> going back and playing Dark Souls over and over again. I'm
3: trying to. I'm getting. I'm getting through my list here. I'm getting uh, in the last few months. I've like completed almost a game a month here, a single player game a month. I can't remember if I said this.
2: On the last week's podcast I might have. Um but yeah, like I started up another playthrough of Dark Souls just for the fun of it, just oh, to do like it's... an intelligence build. And uh it's 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 just fucking strong. That's just such a fun game to just keep going back to and like playing a new build every time and seeing like what's objectively like just a way stronger than the
0: rest.
1: Oh, we also all played Vermintide.
0: Yeah, we've been playing that a couple weeks now. That's pretty fun.
1: It is fun.
3: It's it's just in our it, it's in our vein of like, horde co- like like co op games.
2: <laughs> yeah, passive co op game. Pretty but everyone good. who's listening to this already knows that because they're all watching on on Twitch every week at twitch.tv slash Day One Media on Wednesday nights. And
1: if you're not, we know who you are. I will track you
2: down.
0: Yeah. and I will give you a hug. Oh, and then I did uh, start um, <laughs> Yakuza Zero. <laughs> That's
3: yeah, crazy. what that a fucking was a... random one! It's weird, eh? It is. Uh, this is uh, in the same vein as your Final Fantasy. Yeah,
0: because there's, there's, there's uh, I haven't been, I haven't played a lot of Japanese games. Yeah, um,
3: JRPGs. Yeah,
0: and and so I, I've always like felt like there's this whole section of games that have, uh, that have kind of been elusive to me, and so I, I'm trying to get into them more. Um, and so yeah, Yakuza Zero was on my list, and I finally got around to that.
2: You know what's funny is like for as big a Yakuza fan as I am, I never would have it really never would have come across my radar if Matt didn't have Yakuza
3: 4 that I played like way back in the day. Which was like which was on PlayStation Plus, and only because I played Shenmue too and was like this looks similar.
2: And then it turned out to be the like way superior game to Shenmue.
3: Yeah. Oh,
2: that's sad. Good times. Shenmue was a good like step like stepping stone though like it was a really good foundation for drama like Japanese drama video games
3: what's crazy is is I never did anything in that game except for go to work and pay my rent because <laughs> 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 I, yeah, I, I, I think the second just... one
2: I think people don't like the second one as much as the first one.
3: Oh, that yeah so I, I was that, that's the one I was playing but I was too young to understand how to like push the narrative forward so I was like mm-hmm. I have this weird medallion on me but I don't know what it does, but yeah. I, it can get money by working at the docks, so I'm going to go do that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to go do, like, menial tasks and hope that the story goes forward. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except the difference there between Shenmue and Yakuza is that there's a billion, you know, menial tasks to do in Yakuza, but they're actually fun to do <laughs> instead of the main story.
3: Yeah, little, uh I mean, they made the first game into a movie as well. Yep. That's which, true. Which was, I'm pretty sure, just gameplay or something, I heard. I haven't seen it myself.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just all the cutscenes.
3: Oh. From the okay. game.
2: <laughs> I'm fairly sure. I might be wrong. Don't quote me on that. I'm not the biggest fan of Shenmue.
0: Wait, didn't... what's Adriana, what's the one you like?
1: Shenmue. Anamusha.
0: Uh, Anamusha. Those
1: are very different. <laughs> Those are different. very different. Oh, yeah. Those, Those are totally different. different oh, yeah. yeah. It is... Onimusha is pretty much like Devil May Cry and God of War, but just takes place in Japan. Like they're they're very. It's uh definitely not the same. The I same went to game. go buy so like Devil
3: May Cry is a series that I'm interested in enough to like sort of raise an eyebrow to it, and I uh, decided to like go through the PlayStation sale, and all the Devil May Cries, or at least all the ones that I've that I'm aware of, um, were on sale. <laughs> And I went to go buy it and I just like looked a couple of the screenshots and I was like, I'm not going to play this. <laughs> like, I just, it would look super old, like, because it's clearly like a series that's been going for years. And I'm like, I, I don't have like the uh, nostalgia to go back this far. Like, even though it works on the PlayStation 5, whatever, it's just, okay, like, that's enough. Thanks.
2: I don't know. I think just because they're old doesn't mean they don't, like, have good gameplay or good stories, right? Like, really the only thing that'll age badly typically is the graphics. And I know a number of people that, you know, maybe they are a little bit nostalgic for it, but at the same time, like, there's some genuinely good gameplay in there. And, uh, And I say this having never played a Devil May Cry game, but if I had, you know, Unlimited Time, I definitely, it would be one of the series that I would get around to first, I think. Because people really like them a lot.
3: I should. I don't even know what the gameplay
1: is, to be fair. So I Sorry. think I should maybe like. It's Sorry, what? what? What game are you talking about? Devil, Devil May Cry. Cry. Have you played uh, God of War? The old yeah. God of War game? The exact wait, 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 wait,
3: game. wait. The old ones? Yeah. The so ex- wait, ex-
1: the exact I... same fucking game. They're, they might as well be opposing each other in a lawsuit. Wait, so there's was...
3: puzzles? I really hate like shallow puzzles that aren't well put together.
1: Yeah. No, there's 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 shallow puzzles in Devil May Cry.
3: Yeah, there absolutely is. You can't see me, but I'm squinting. I don't know I don't know if that helps <laughs> or hurts the case.
1: Okay.
0: Uh just a little side thing here. I was just looking at my library on Steam and I saw the original Tomb Raider. And I was curious what the, what the size of the game was, and it and is. Honest, I've been
1: playing it for twelve hundred hours, three hundred megabytes,
0: three hundred megabytes, yeah. Oh shit!
1: <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> wow. It had to be a desk, a single desk. Yeah. And it's like, and it's in, it's in that era where they didn't really max them out. So, <laughs>
0: all
1: a right, let's times. get on to
0: the stories. Uh, first up here, Microsoft tried to acquire a Nintendo. Uh, also, also they tried to acquire Square and Midway years ago. This is from GameSpot. But uh, 2021 will mark the 20th anniversary of Xbox. And to celebrate the occasion, Bloomberg spoke with more than 20 people involved with the creation of the console. Um Former head of business development at Microsoft, Bob McBreen, said Microsoft reached out to a number of companies to discuss an acquisition many years ago, the first of which was Electronic Arts. They said, no, thanks, according to McBreen. <laughs> Nintendo also declined to, uh, to get acquired, and the meeting apparently did not go so well. Former Xbox executive Kevin Bacus uh, said then Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer told senior staff they needed to travel to Japan to speak to Nintendo about a potential sale. Uh, Steve made us go meet the, with the Nintendo uh, meet with the Nintendo to see if they would consider being acquired. They just laughed their asses off. Yeah. Like, imagine an hour of somebody just laughing at you. That was the kind of... Uh, That's
1: actually horrible. That was kind of though. how the meeting went. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> fucking great. That doesn't oh surprise
0: God. me in the least. Like, Nintendo,
2: as a company, like, not even just video games, as a company, has been around for something like more than 200 years. Like, they used to sell, like, playing uh, tra- cards.
1: Playing cards, yeah.
2: So... That doesn't surprise me in the least, that this, like, little baby company from America called Microsoft comes to them and is like, we would like to acquire you. Like, that's literally like, you know, some startup going to, well, not literally, but it's kind of like, from their perspective, some startup going to Amazon and being like, we would like to acquire you, Amazon. Like, you would just get laughed out of the room.
1: That's, oh, that's horrible. That that reminds me of the uh, Netflix Blockbuster proposal. Oh, yeah. Which is hilarious. Mm.
2: I mean, fun little bit of history trivia, though.
0: Uh, So I guess it didn't necessarily end right there, though. Um, McBreen said Nintendo executives came to Microsoft's headquarters in January of 2000 uh, to talk about a joint venture where Microsoft shared the technical specs for the Xbox with the Mario Company. Uh, the idea was for Microsoft to handle the technical side of, of baking a console with Nintendo working on the game portion. Uh, the pitch was their hardware stunk and compared to Sony PlayStation, it did. So the idea was, listen, you're much better at the game portions of it with Mario and all that stuff. Why don't you let us take care of the hardware? But it didn't work out.
2: That would have probably, if that had, let's, like, let's say alternate reality where this had actually gone through, we wouldn't have gotten the innovation that Nintendo has continued to feed the industry with. You're probably right about that, yeah. We wouldn't have gotten it. Nintendo Wii wouldn't have happened. We wouldn't have motion controls in video games. VR wouldn't be a thing right now.
3: Just yeah, you know, that about. is a fair point. Because it's like, Microsoft is very corporate. They even. go with what
2: they know works. They go with the safe bet. Nintendo has so much money. They've been around for so long. They're too big to fail. Like, they're literally... They're just like, let's just try whatever the fuck we want. Because, you know, if we sell it confidently enough, it could catch on.
3: And the thing, too, is is they have the reputation now for, like, having innovative titles and stuff like that, whereas, like, Microsoft has the reputation... Like, whereas it's not bad, but, like, Microsoft has the reputation of being, like, the Call of Duty and Halo console, and it's just because they're playing the safe game of people like gun games.
2: Yep. Go with what works, right?
3: I mean, admittedly, they don't make COD, but they certainly make Halo, and Halo, you know, whatever, is, really influences the shooter industry, so...
0: Did any of you watch um, that uh, that video game documentary on Netflix? No, I've
3: can't been remember, meaning to. I, just I can't remember
0: it. the the uh, the name of it, but um, indie game. They talk about
2: hmm? indie game the movie.
0: No, it's it's just it's about like Nintendo and and yeah, it's a newer and, one and the early days of of video games and stuff. Console wars. Is that it? Like the, the
2: the Nintendo, like Sega, Atari days like back then
3: i think it's an intent i think it's a it's well it's it's an older it's it's i haven't watched it but i know it's of an older era and it's like i'm pretty sure it's a netflix original film
2: okay because there's a book by the same name called console wars that's basically about it um, yeah i'm aware sega sega nintendo um and it's definitely from like sega's perspective high Uh, score high score oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that one that one's old right that's a couple years old now
3: I don't know. It just has the Netflix logo on it. so I'm not sure. Mm. Uh,
0: no, 2020, I believe. Oh wow, yeah. But anyway, um, they they talk about how like Nintendo got its like with the with their first console was it the uh, the what's it called in Japan, Famicom.
1: It, it is yep, the, Super Famicom. Yeah, yeah. That's no the Famicom, not the Super Famicom. Oh, that, sorry. That the, the was the that's a different one, yeah. that's a different system. Yeah. Yeah. They the talked about Famicom, how they were yeah.
0: having trouble like marketing it to the U.S. and they had to hire like Americans to. Designed what we know as the NES to actually make it sell in the US. Yeah, because if you look at the
2: Famicom, it's it's incredibly different. Yeah, it's a from it's a the NES. Lo- it's top loaded and it's yeah. like red, red and like cream colored. Mm-hmm.
0: It's really funny. Um, and I guess the Nintendo folk weren't weren't too happy when they got like the designs back for it because you know different markets, right? They didn't understand why that would that <laughs> a gray box would sell. <laughs> you know happy what I mean? with the money though.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the um it just reminds me of like another little bit of like video game trivia history that's pretty well known is um that Nintendo and Sony were originally going to partner to create a console. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh that did not end up going well, and so Sony broke off and like, you know what, we could do this ourselves, and then that's what the PlayStation 1 was. The Nintendo
1: there's a there's a still a prototype out there with the Nintendo PlayStation.
0: Mhm. That's that's crazy,
1: isn't it? Yeah. That's it's crazy to think about.
0: It's just funny how like a, a decision like that can spawn a, a competitor, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah.
2: Nintendo's hubris knows no bounds. Yeah, they're they doing fine. The Switch is saying like crazy. Oh yeah, especially in COVID times. COVID's probably the best thing that could have happened to the Switch. I'd buy ironically,
0: precisely.
3: Do you see them? Do you see them going away from? like going away from the switch because if you really think of it the Wii U versus the so you have like the Wii U and then you have like the Wii so like the Wii obviously had the the motion controls and how they got the compatibility of the Wii to the Wii U was that the Wii w- w- games would just work on the Wii U with the with the remotes as well but like there's such a different form factor there in comparison to the Switch like now the tablet's gone the Wii motes are gone can you do you see do you think Nintendo is going to care about compatibility? Because that's part of why so like PlayStation and um, Xbox go the safe route a bit is because well especially Xbox in this particular case is because obviously you know you only really have an Xbox controller and even though the Xbox controller has changed um, form factors over the years you know like the black and white button on the bottom right of the original Xbox controllers are now just the bumpers. So, like, the... You know what I mean? Whereas, like, if you if you try to boot up a Wii game on, like, a Switch, hypothetically, if it was compatible, it's like, do you have to... Like, that's a totally different controller. You're not using a pro controller, in most cases, with a Wii game, you know? I got bad news for you.
2: And this might come as a shock, but Nintendo has never cared about compatibility. Ever.
3: But they are amalgamating their accounts. Like, the accounts seem to be getting all together.
2: What Nintendo does is they re-release games from before on the current console digitally. That's what they do.
1: But they, they can't
3: do that with Wii and Wii U. Well, no, they,
1: they 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 have it's yeah. a it's Depend- a case by case basis. It depends
3: on the game, but like it's like think about what what I'm trying to say is is the inputs are so different that if you had a game that specifically relied on the tablet, now you're screwed. If you had a game that specifically relied so? on the Wii you're screwed.
2: How so? The Switch has both of those.
3: The Switch doesn't have the tablet and the the TV.
1: But M- Matt the Switch, it, at the same time, it, it but, would just
2: but, well not at the same time, no. But they would just swap. Like there would be a button that just swaps between. Yeah.
3: View. Right, but then you then you have to then you're gonna have to like do. We're not gonna get into whether it's a remaster or what it is, but a re-release of some type.
1: But Matt, like they, you can play 3DS games on the Nintendo Wii U on that single screen on your gamepad like 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 to them to them it's always been about can this work to the usability 99 percent of the time yeah go for it do we have to get rid
2: of like one kind of like game feature so that it works yes but it'll still work yes all right well then get rid of it like yeah. that's what nintendo does they'll take out functionality to make something work on their current console I, I guess can't, I don't know. I think it's something like six or seven times that Ocarina of Time has been ported forward to like that generation of consoles. Like they just keep re-releasing of, games. They'll keep doing it because it prints money.
0: It is kind of funny that like everyone was demanding like PlayStation have backwards compatibility and, and Xbox was kind of doing, uh, doing it to try to, you know, make their console more um, desirable. But no one really gave Nintendo any flack for, you know, just reselling you the same old games.
2: People do, it's just that Nintendo, the the Nintendo consumer base is just so dedicated mm. that you don't hear those people. Right.
1: N- Nintendo's going to do what Nintendo wants and they don't yeah. give a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want their console, they don't, like, you're nothing to them. Yeah. With the for Apple for or the better or for worse. Companies?
2: Yeah, pretty much. For better or for worse. They're going to do what they want to do. They'll, and it doesn't matter if you don't buy it because it'll do okay at worst. Um... Like, I don't think anyone would say that the Wii U was a huge success, but it was okay. It was enough that they, you know, maintained it for a couple of years. And it, you could argue that it did pave the way for, for the Switch, so.
1: Yeah, it, it was, it, it's essentially a prototype that made it to market. That's, <laughs> that, kind that's, of. that's, Yeah. And yeah, we we can all consider... Everyone, all 12 of us
2: out there that have a Wii U, you can consider us the uh, alpha I testers. I
1: still have mine. Mine is still hooked up,
2: and I still use it regularly. Yep. Mine's sitting on my shelf now, but I just used it like six months ago to play Twilight Princess HD, so...
3: Well, you, yeah. you know what? You know, this is interesting, because like, I'm wondering too now, like where where does Nintendo go from here? They innovated, with the Wii, they innovated the uh, controller the controller to be motion but the console itself remained you know pretty much the same as other consoles a box underneath your TV effectively um and then the Wii U is the same thing except they innovated the controller again although yes the Wii Motes worked but they had that that tablet now the controller is basically like now the console is portable and they've shed their handheld division so have they pigeonholed themselves now because, yeah, they can innovate and do what they want. Like, I, you know, I can see that point. But will they ever be able to toss away the mobility now? Like, can they ever say, no, we're going back to an Xbox-like console?
2: Yeah, they probably could. It's just that the the console could, would, you know, probably still have optional
1: um, motion controls. I I could I could see them going back to a Xbox like console, if they then also included a three D like three DS like handheld console. I don't think like, they would
2: separate again.
1: They, they they wouldn't. But if they were to go back to that, I think that's like so you do think they're pigeonholed the way,
3: then? Like they're they're basically stuck with
2: Nintendo like is never stuck. They'll do whatever they want, and you know people will go along with it.
3: Right, I don't I don't know I, I I struggle with it be just because we're getting to the point where people want less things there's a reason why rock band's gone people don't want all these damn drums kits and stuff kicking around yeah and you know what I mean Staring and then people the people people don't said <laughs> uh, so do why and then so do uh like people don't want discs, so now there's digital and people don't want like people don't want uh multiple controllers necessarily unless they're playing multiplayer so like the Xbox and the PlayStation controllers work on phones, tablets, the console, computers, right? So you effectively could just have one controller. Like, I only have one DualSense controller. So, like, I'm just wondering, like, what Nintendo could do, because we're getting to a point where things are becoming one, effectively one solid piece. Yes, the Joy-Cons come off, or but, like, you know what I mean? Like, effectively, it's one solid console, and then you could have a Pro Controller and just dock it to charge it. Like I'm just thinking, like motion controls, like like maybe VR, but like they don't, they're not about power. So like, what the hell do they do?
2: This might be super, super preemptive, and I could see it going either way. Like maybe this is ridiculous, but maybe it's also not ridiculous. Is maybe years and years down the line, probably not anytime soon, because game companies typically lose money on console sales. It's really not worth. Them selling the consoles, manufacturing and selling the consoles, because they tend to lose money. They make the money back on the games and the subscriptions and services and whatever else. Um, but what if some you know third-party company or one of the major manufacturers or whatever starts to just design you know home home game console boxes that just stream every service? So you can just stream Nintendo games, you can stream PlayStation games, you can stream uh microsoft games you can stream steam games you just you can play games on this box because the game companies probably would just rather buy the rights to have access to selling their games on that box rather than making their own consoles it's one less thing for them to have to worry about
3: see that see that's interesting um but then that does kill the nintendo innovation because then it's Mm -hmm. like nintendo is just another streaming service and then it's like Well, they could be innovative in their games, but not even as innovative as they used to be because they just have their controller. Now, maybe they could sell different types of controllers, but that goes back to people don't want all this crap laying around.
2: Yeah, they're making their own hardware again. I don't know. I just, maybe Nintendo would be the outlier there, like everyone else would do it except for Nintendo. Mm -hmm. That wouldn't surprise me. But at the same time, I could also see Nintendo being the one to bring up that idea as a new innovation.
3: What about a Nintendo phone?
2: The Nintendone.
3: Be- yes uh because that's not bad actually um but it's really bad it's it's, it's i mean it's it's kind of dumb but I, I don't mind it um but like they have like the rog phone and they have a couple other gaming phones out there they might be watching that really close and they do have apps so they have experience their, dev- their devs have experience with mobile apps
0: didn't they give up on mobile apps though
3: yeah but it could have just been their beta test like the experience is there the data is there right but
0: i thought they said they wasn't worth it like they they weren't making the money they were that they were hoping they to also make.
3: said they're not making a higher power switch i
1: i thought uh, i thought they were making money on the fire emblem yeah that's the one they're they making... it, it's they,
0: it, they were, they're making money but they weren't making on it. they weren't they weren't making the money that they i guess expected to make
1: i think they just
2: expected to make more money overall across all their games but yeah like when they released mario run and fire emblem they had two different payment services to test to see what people bought more and because fire emblem is free with microtransactions and mario run is paid to get the full experience uh paid up front i mean you can guess which one makes way more money and it's fire emblem and it's not even by a small margin it's like 10 times the money or more and, and they, Fire
3: Emblem is admittedly a large license, but Mario is the most as, identifiable yeah. out of all of them. I was
2: going to say, that's the thing, too, is like, it's it's fucking Mario. But Mario's reputation wasn't enough to bring the sales higher than microtransaction, freemium, you know, Fire Emblem game.
3: I think they're making a phone. Or a tablet. Like I, an actual traditional one. I don't one. know about that. Because, I don't think so, the same this, time, though, I wouldn't
2: be surprised to see it.
3: Because think about this though, they got that, that chat app on the mobile phone. Now Nintendo can say, you know, you put your Nintendo phone or tablet into kids mode. It runs Android, also runs whatever Nintendo stuff's on there. No. But then but then you're then if you put it into kids no. mode, now they can only talk to their friends in the Nintendo app and you control it. No man.
2: Their software's bad though.
3: Yeah. But Nintendo it's app's not-, not good. I mean, but so is no. Sony's, but here we are. Sony's is
2: way better. Way, Sony's way, way,
3: is way better. better. I'll get... I'll the Nintendo that. online
2: app is probably one of the worst pieces of software I have installed on my phone.
3: Oh, I... See, okay, at least... In, in... In that case, I haven't tried that. I just assumed it was, it was, like, at least serviceable.
2: But. Like, I, th- I think it's from, it's just because of a user experience perspective. It's just because, like, When you, like, for example, when when the Switch first came out and people were like, oh, you can play Splatoon online with your friends. like, oh, that's dope. Like, let's just party up. Oh, sorry. No, Nintendo doesn't have a party system on the console. Wait, what? Yeah, you have to download this other app on your separate device and you're chatting with a party on the Nintendo app. But you also have to connect the Nintendo app with a third, uh, with a, like, not a third party, but another adapter between your phone and your headset and your switch, and now you can party chat with people. It's like, what, what, who, no. No one's going to do that. Why would you do that? It's ridiculous.
3: But yeah. if it was all on one device, I see that, see then. Uh, no, no, I, I don't, uh,
1: I don't think they're, I don't do think mean? they're, no.
3: Why not though? Because
1: they're, that's, they're that's, that's, n- that's not, that's not Nintendo. Have that,
2: yeah. We already have that on a single device on other consoles and have had since the Xbox fucking 360. No, no, the yeah, PS2 no, you're right, do you're do voice right. chatting with just the console. Like, it's something, it's been a
3: standard that Nintendo has just ignored
2: for two decades.
3: But I'm thinking, I'm thinking more along the lines of, like, if they, so they have this, they have this, like, obviously this, this one single party chat app isn't going to be the end all be all for them making a phone. But if they go onto a common operating system like Android or something on the back end in a heavily customized Nintendo version... Now, if they release games, they can very easily release it on mobile and their own platform. And they can have it across both, but because it's Bluetooth and like everything's Bluetooth and or plug-in now in terms of controllers, they have the openness of having the, they can be super innovative with touch controls or Bluetooth controllers or uh, plug-in controllers. They can also dock it. There's a bunch of like smart mag, like MagSafe is a good example, like wireless charging that way. Like things are becoming less... Tactile, so Nintendo with just like effectively a slab of glass in a tablet would be able to dock it, take it with you, use the touch controls, use their apps, their games come out on Android at after a certain like exclusivity period, like maybe because if they want the 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 ability to like innovate anymore, having that glass slab with maybe a controller included makes sense, but then they can innovate by saying, hey, you know. The new Nintendo phone comes out in a few years, or the new Nintendo tablet comes out in a few years, you can upgrade to it, and everything just runs on it. Uh, yes, I know that we said we don't, they don't care about that in particular, but I think people are starting to, because if they're going towards streaming, they're only going to streaming because it's convenient. They're not going to streaming because it's better. It's just more convenient. It's arguably worse in some, and better in some cases. So, like, they gotta, they had, they gotta carve a, a place for their innovation, and by having a standard slab of glass that can connect to almost anything,
1: now they're open to do that. But they're not, but they, any, anytime they release a new piece of hardware, a new thing, it's them, they're, the differences in their games and their gaming systems are not out of, out of desperation or necessity. It's always just out of sheer curiosity and experimentation or boredom. Right. Like they're not, they don't need to do that to, to secure a footing in the future of game development like they can they can they can always just kind of be a step behind because as long as they have that fan base with their zeldas and their marios and their and their you know pokemans like people are always going to come back to their to their thing and they can they can they can release a less powerful
3: uh oh yeah no i'm not saying this this tablet's going to even beat the ipad pro i'm not even going to say that i'm going to say this thing's going to be behind this thing's definitely gonna be in
1: tandem with Nintendo,
3: and we're not gonna like if you're not technical, you're not gonna know it's Android. I,
1: I I will say it is slightly more likely that they would make a tablet over a a dedicated tablet over a phone, but I still think both are so far off the radar to. But they're they're also appealing to Japan.
3: Japanese uh phone games are huge, aren't they? Or uh, handheld consoles, like any any mobile stuff, isn't it huge there? Yeah, like, isn't there a huge yeah, market there for mobile that? that? Yeah. In the Eastern world
1: is super y- popular. Yeah. So imagine
3: yeah. if uh, if if like a person there has the like they got to appeal to their but, their
1: effectively their home market as but well. They but they have something for that. It's called the Switch.
3: No, yeah, <laughs> like, no, no. I'm talking about in future generations, like when the Switch's form factor is tired, what do they go to?
1: They'll go to a upgraded, more condensed version of the Switch.
3: No, but you guys were saying that they always innovate. So like yeah, you I guys don't are saying that they'll they always innovate
2: just the with the switch again. Maybe similar, maybe some similarities, but I feel like it'll it'll be different
3: still though. Could you could you imagine and like and like this is this would be fucking awesome. Like i just your standard tablet, you buy the controllers you want, they're all magnetic, they all stick to the sides, everything's wireless, the wireless charging, the whole bit, all Nintendo would out. You upgrade the damn thing, you place it on a dock, it goes to your TV. Maybe there's a phone version. Now you got your handheld type. You can stream to it. You can not stream to it. In classic Nintendo fashion. Now their games work on everything. You know? Like, if, they, if they're if they making games effectively for, for Android, right? And they're actually good. Like, they've done the testing now. So, like, yes, they've said, like, that they're not interested or whatever they said. But, you know, that, that can also just be them saying, oh, we're not interested because they don't want people to know what they're doing. Because, like... Yeah, they could just release another Switch, but then now they're not Nintendo innovation anymore. They're just Switch 1, Switch 2, Switch 3, Switch 4. And and even I even I think that that like won't happen. Like I don't think that they're just going to sit stagnant and be like, "Yeah, just another Xbox effectively, you know. Just another one."
0: I will tell. <sighs> All right, next story here. Um This is a bit of a weird one, and uh, I'm kind of curious how something like this happens. But basically, Cyberpunk 2077 uh, devs refute uh, development rumors. So I guess a post was made that kind of talked about the future of Cyberpunk. And it contained a lot of rumors from update uh, schedules to descriptions of what content was cut. It alleged that Cyberpunk 2077 would possibly receive a No Man's Sky-style comeback and that the redone Cyberpunk uh, would be finished in June 2021, with a good chunk of code getting scrapped and rewritten from scratch.
1: June 2021. Oh my god. Nah, that's... Okay, continue, but but no.
0: (laughs) June's update supposedly would sort out all of the bugs found on all versions and would bring back a lot of the cut content. Uh, Elaborating on the content, the writer told uh, players that if they see that you guys are asking for shit to be put back in the game, we might actually make the game we intended back in 2018. (laughs) <laughs> the writer alleged that there was a huge underground area uh, that looked like the uh, Machiavellian Maca
1: Machiavellian Machiavellian.
0: Machiavelli- no, oh, not Machiavellian. Machiavellian Nosferatu, Path of Vampire, The Masquerade. What the uh, hell did yeah! you just say? What did
3: you just say to me? M- I Mach- don't know. B- ah! And
0: stated that the apartments with closed, locked uh, indications used uh, to be used to be lootable. The post also alleged censorship. Uh, responsible for cutting more edgy scenes like drug use with kids and priests and Harry Krishna side arcs. Uh, the writer expressed disappointment in the game's version of Johnny and stated that the original Johnny took inspiration from David Hader's Solid Snake from the first Metal Gear Solid uh, as well as actor Cillian Murphy. Now, what's weird about all this is this was like, this is apparently a pretty large post and, and they, they seem to know a lot of what's supposedly happening but CD Projekt Red came out and said that this is not true. I was
2: going to say, what? I can't imagine them coming out and being like, man, imagine, like, if you guys really want it, maybe we'll go back and make the game that we meant to make.
0: Well, that wasn't like, CD Projekt Red, it was whoever made the post.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like, could you imagine them them actually coming out and saying that? Like, oh yeah, this game isn't isn't uh, isn't what we originally thought in 2018. Like, if you, if you guys I guess, really I guess want it badly of- enough, then we'll make the game that we meant to make. Like, obviously everybody wants that. CD Projekt Red wants that. That's the like easiest thing that Debunk I've ever heard of.
0: But it's it's weird to have something so detailed and you know, like who who would take the time to make this and it write just this goes post? To
2: show, right? Like confidence can sell anything, right? <laughs> you can you can get into anywhere as long as you look like you belong.
0: I want to look up what Malkavian is. I think I, I don't know, I even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Uh, take it enigma- till you make it. Enigmatic and deeply disturbing group of. Canid, canite's now gonna look up another word. <laughs>
3: <laughs> How complex! Like, is is that the troll here? Like, yeah, we're gonna get them, gonna get their fucking thesauruses out and their dictionaries, and
0: they'll be on
1: this for minutes trying to figure <laughs> yeah. this out.
0: I think it's just some sort of mythological thing, and that that's why it ties into the vampire stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so wait, something disturbing, so, I guess.
1: So this this completely false thing that was posted. Where was this posted?
0: Uh i want to say reddit but i don't know for sure
1: what
3: a bizarre that's just bizarre
0: it's bizarre right
3: it's very bizarre this is a really weird story is yeah, this is this testing the <laughs> is this testing the waters is this one of those things where it's a legit post and they just say no it isn't it and then That'd they like funny over two years or something they've like built <laughs> I mean, it out you I mean like the uh the April Fool's video that Ryuga
2: Gotaku Studios put up about <laughs> yeah. Yakuza 7. Imagine if the game had turn-based combat. How weird would that be? And
0: then
3: And then, and then they it release did. it. And it's, oh, <laughs>
2: fuck. This is real. Yes, Not it was real. It's post. actually insanely complicated.
0: It's, it's listed as false on Reddit. <laughs> there you go. Whatever is written below is confirmed false by uh, CD Projekt Red themselves. <laughs> what the heck? This is this so bizarre. This is a bizarre. long post, too.
2: The, I mean, we are in COVID times, right? When you say like, anytime somebody says the the phrase, like, who has time, Who whoever finds out how to do something like this, who has the time everyone, to dedicate this? Everyone has time. To, everyone's got that time now. <laughs> everyone has that time. It's like, oh, who, who puts so much effort into a fake post? Literally, it could be anybody.
0: There would be yeah, people that true. would do it
2: normally outside of COVID times, but we're in COVID times now. So the chances are much greater of finding people that were, <laughs> that would do that kind of thing.
0: You know, I am, I am curious what the conversations are at CD Projekt Red of, of how they move forward. I know they announced that they're getting some big updates in, fe- in uh, January and February. Um, but like past that, I wonder what the plan is.
2: Yeah, what's the what's the two, three year plan for, mm-hmm. for Cyberpunk? If it even goes that far. Is it one year? Is that it? Well, like, I mean, it's, no, it goes eight megs. Morph? I mean, I think you then mean. that's it.
0: I think it's already died down on on Steam and stuff too, uh, faster than previous uh, games. However, it did it sold sold a lot more than The Witcher, um, at least at the beginning. Um, well, that, eight,
1: that
3: that eight meg thing I was saying is is like is like an testament to that though. It's like they don't want your save files to go above eight megabytes, or else it becomes unreadable.
0: Oh, is that what you're referencing? That's, that's what, what I was referencing. It was like, oh. it goes
3: about eight megs because like literally one of the things that somebody and I was told this, but apparently CD Projekt Red's like uh response was something like oh just like don't do the duplication glitch and like start the game over again or something
0: but it sounds like it's it's difficult to get to eight megs unless you do stuff but that's like still like what the fuck what the
3: what the fuck kind of uh like what are we what are we doing here like in is it no, what we're doing in 2020 like eight megabytes Well, oh, jesus getting about 7.5 there bud better that's to start the game
1: that's about a ps2 memory card right
0: there
3: that's what that is. <laughs> yeah.
0: But no, I just think that they have to prioritize their fixes, right? And if and if you're gonna be exploiting the game to, to dupe items, that's your fault then at that point.
3: Right, but if what if it what if you got there legitimately without duping?
0: I don't know if you can. I think that's what they're trying to say. Like it would be extremely unlikely unless you were picking up every dildo in the game or something.
2: And there are a lot of them.
0: What? <laughs> Boy, how <laughs> they every shape, like, size, and color you can imagine.
3: What if that is what pushes it over? What if you're just—it's a a, unlikely like, for got like. Too many but
0: it's probably unlikely for like 99 of players to actually achieve that, though.
3: You're right, but isn't is it not a ridiculous bug?
0: It's a ridiculous bug in concept, but but in execution, if it's not coming up that often, then it's not that bad of a bug.
2: I wonder what the what they view the cutoff for that, right? Like, if it, if there's an issue that like 0.4 of players are having, do they bother
3: patching it?
0: probably not cuz like there's older games where there's still like remaining bugs right
3: mm-hmm. well just cuz like humans aren't going to make anything perfect to be fair yeah
0: well, they, the, bu- the they, budgets they, run out too I mean like yeah, and <laughs> you can't and pay they them.
1: and and before before the game goes gold they they go through the bugs and decide what is what's, what they call a, a known shippable and they say oh, yeah. this is this is a bug we know it's there but it's shippable with this bug. We will deal with it later.
3: Oh, then, uh, they fixed this bug as well.
1: <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> oh, the megabyte one? There you uh, go. Cyberpunk
3: 2077 gets hotfix 1.06, 8 megabyte save file limit size re- 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 removed on PC.
1: It would have been funny if they couldn't remove it, but they were able to up it. It's like 16 now is where we can push <laughs> it to. Don't go over 16. and And we're, and we're working on 32 in the future. Yeah, because when they were talking about the
0: certification with, with PlayStation and, and, mm-hmm. and Xbox, right? And it was just like the game has to be playable. That's yeah. pretty much it.
1: Yeah, and they and they they give a list of things that they say, hey, we know this is an issue. We intend on fixing it on on whatever day. And then that is what's supposed to get them through the door with PlayStation and Xbox for any issues that they see on their end. And and that's arguably what caused them to get to the PlayStation store and the Xbox store with all that garbage in there.
0: You know, what's funny about the ESRB ratings is like, it's not like the ESRB is playing the game to figure out what's in it. The developers literally send them like video clips of what's in the game. And then they rate it off of that. (laughs) So if they send them a clip with nudity, they say, Oh, there's nudity in the game. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So
1: no context whatsoever. What a mess.
0: Uh next story here. They um so Flash is dead. Oh but the Flash
1: Point Paradox. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> We're talking about Adobe uh-huh. Flash. Now uh if you're fairly young, you might not even know what Flash is, really. Do you get been the gone old shockwave player?
1: Oh <laughs> my god. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, so Adobe, uh, this is from Gamespot. Adobe officially halted support for the longtime multimedia platform back on December 31st, citing security flaws and the existence of better tech. <laughs> However, one prolific Flash developer took an unusual step to reserve their work, uh, porting it to the original Game Boy. Uh, that game is Anthony Lavelle's Indestructo Tank, and you might have a hazy memory of it from your youth, as I do. Uh, it's a grounded shoot 'em up, grounded shoot 'em up, uh, similar to Defender or Moon Patrol. Uh, only your tank is completely invincible and your goal is to bounce onto your enemy's heads continuously so you don't run out of fuel. Uh, the Game Boy port obviously limits the game's color palette and the on-screen action is a little bit tighter, but it plays just as I remember. Uh, though the ROM will will work on, any, on a real Game Boy, uh, for the rest of us, Lavelle has provided an emulator that works on your web browser uh, on his uh, itch.io page.
1: If if he's able to emulate that game for a web browser, could not any flash game then just be emulated? Yeah, yeah I'm but pretty which ones sure worth it. there's a uh, there is somebody that is archiving
2: every single flash game, like or maybe not every single one, but like the top flash games from from the, you know, back in the days that everyone remembers. Um specifically for that purpose I'm pretty sure there's already like a reddit it's like a subreddit dedicated to it and multiple people are working on it
3: I remember going to fricking mini clip all the time what is
2: like everyone's most memorable or the when pe- when you think about flash games what's the number one game that comes to mind
0: I don't remember individual games I remember I played a jousting game in, in high school and like you would, you were on horses, and it was kind of like a, kind of like a side-scrolling type of level, and um, you would you would joust at each other, and when when the when your character died, they did they would just go blah, <laughs> that was it, blah.
2: that's incredible. The one for me is Insane Aquarium, where it was literally just you, like, had fish. In this aquarium, and they would drop coins, and you'd use the coins to buy upgrades and buy more fish, and then you would buy upgraded fish food that made the fish grow bigger, and then the bigger they were, they would drop better stuff. Fight aliens. Then, as you went through the levels, yeah, you would start to unlock like more special fish, um, and then like you know other little characters that would be inside your fish tank, like a pearl, or a, a clam that would open up every once in a while and give you a pearl that was worth a lot of money. Um, and then eventually, yeah, like portals start to open up and then aliens, like
1: literally you, more... sh- you, then I have a game for you. You should play a game. It's probably on Android. You're Android, right? Not iOS. Yeah. 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 You, it's probably on there. It's on iOS called universal paperclips.
3: Oh, uh, okay. By, by staples. Yeah.
1: Go, go <laughs> and, go and download and launch that game. And then, uh, you'll probably have fun with that. Universal paperclips. All right. Yep. I'll look it up. It might, it might be a paid game. Like, I don't know. I think it might be like three bucks or less or something like that. Yeah, but. yeah. Yeah, that. And then um, there was a game that
2: I played in high school all the time that was called Portal the Flash version. So based on, obviously, <laughs> Portal. Um, but it was a 2D, like, sort of um, platforming game where you used portals and you had to, like, get through every level alive. What was, like, surprisingly robust Um Another really good one.
3: Uh, I just sadly went to mine, and it literally says Adobe's ending support for Flash after December 31st. This means that (laughs) Miniclip can no longer play Commando 2, as well as the first Commando. I played the shit out of those. Commando, Um, yep. As well as on Newgrounds, when I was really young, elementary school. Yeah, Newgrounds, baby. I think it was like Stick RPG or something like that.
2: Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Oh, man. Stick RPG. That That was was, the first one. That was terrible. That was like, like I mean, not terrible in the sense that like it was a bad game, but just like the content in that game and the later ones too. I remember there were sequels for Stick RPG. It was really
3: gritty. Like it was supposed to be like a GTA and Stick or something. It was.
2: It was literally designed for like twelve year old boys. Which is, I think, I was
3: like eleven or twelve. Yeah.
2: Like it's like if you go back now, it's just like the point of the game is to like 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 fuck bitches get money basically like it's just like that that really <laughs> like reductionist like man think about only two things. he think about sex and food like but well, I, I can that's I can what the goal of those games the, was
3: i can picture the the map in that game i yeah. remember it was like gritty and there was like a bar and i don't remember anything else i remember going i remember where your apartment was where this big building was, which I believe was the library, and where, like, the bar was, I think it was. Or maybe it was, like, the McDonald's or something. And Yeah, there was literally,
2: it. like, the restaurant was a McDonald's.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was so... Yeah, so, like, I remember the map. I don't remember really what you did. I remember it was sort of like GTA without the cars. I remember that's what we used to always call it. Um, you'd run around
2: and you, you would, like, you'd get money by doing, you know, like, illegitimate means or whatever. And then you would, like, go to the university and you could, like purchase courses to get your intelligence stats and charisma stats and I like never had that, that I don't then, think
3: <laughs> yeah oh. that's
2: a weird one
1: Adriano hey, do you have yeah. a, a favorite Flash game uh, I didn't I have a bunch of them in my memory I couldn't name them any by name so
3: so he he really enjoyed Motorsport Man that I just sure. found on oh it's not even Flash damn it <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh, our final story. Graphics cards are set to become more expensive very soon. Woo-wee! This comes from GameSpot. Uh, The price increase might soon affect numerous GPU manufacturers as waivers that kept trade tariffs at bay have now expired. President Trump instigated a trade war with China in 2018 which would have increased GPU prices had companies not applied for waivers to prevent it. Those waivers expired, however, this month, meaning tariffs between 7.5% to 25% can now be applied to all PC hardware. Asus is the only company that has acknowledged this right now, writing to customers to explain why they might encounter higher than expected prices on products. And they said, quote, our new MSRP reflects increased increases in costs for components, operating costs and logistical activities, plus a continuation of import tariffs. Uh, We worked closely with our supply and logistic partners to minimize the price increases. ASUS greatly appreciates your continued business and support as we navigate through this time of unprecedented market change. Now, it's kind of funny because you can't even find a graphics card right now. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So the price change doesn't mean too much at this point.
3: So what? Okay, so I have a question because I... I only update myself on graphics cards and stuff when I need one. So here's a question for you, um, because I think Ryan, you follow this industry now. I do, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is weird. Like I used to be the one, and then I just was like, you know, what? this is too much information. Uh, but anyway, um, so back in my back in my day, um, when I bought when I put together the computer that's sitting beside me, uh, I remember that people used to, and it was shortly after it, like there, there was graphics cards around. So maybe like a year or two after I built this computer, this computer is old. Um, it, I think it was, like, everyone was buying them, scalping them, whatever, but wasn't for, like, a traditional, like, you know, scalp it and sell it. It was, like, they bought a bunch to mine Bitcoin. Yeah. What is the status now? Like, is it scalping now? Like, what is it?
0: Well, Bitcoin is on the rise again right now. Uh, So, I do think there are people buying up the, uh, the stock right now.
3: But is it so it is still like I I was told at one point and like, you know, I don't really remember this from memory years ago, but it was like somebody was telling me that like GPUs isn't the way to do it anymore. Or it wasn't maybe it was like that generation of GPUs the person was referring to. I'm not sure. I
0: don't I don't know on the on the actual like technical aspects of Bitcoin mining Um, there. But there also is a high demand for these cards just because they're they're pitched as being relatively inexpensive and 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 more powerful than the last generation Man, as
2: soon as i saw those friggin commercials that were like oh super affordable like high performance like performs like a expensive card and it's a third of the price i was like it Mm -hmm. doesn't matter because like they're all gonna get bought up making them more making them cheaper only increases the number of people scalping them
0: yeah when i I, when i first started looking into uh, uh building a pc um it was during like the 1080 uh era and and they were super expensive to find in any graphics cards because there there wasn't a, a supply and then, then you had the, the the bitcoin mining going like crazy so i never i never i, didn't, I couldn't buy until the 2080s came out
3: it, it it's it's sad honestly um i don't, i think that i i maybe i made the one of the better choices in my computer owning career and that was i just said I'm done with these big boxes. I'm just going to buy a laptop, and if it breaks, I'm just going to send it to someplace to fix it. And if they can't fix it, I'm just going to buy another one. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, here uh, I put a lot of money into this big computer, which is just basically an office computer now. But it's beside me. It's you know, it's around ten years old. Sure, it like you know, it lasted. It did its job, whatever. Um, even if it were to break right now, like I got my money's worth out of it. But it's just one of those one of those things where. I think for for the for the PC guys, it's a lot of it is sort of, um, I guess it's sort of like like it's more of a hobby to build it and then play it. Like it's 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 both parts. It's like mm-hmm. a hobby to do both. Whereas for me, it's just sort of like I just kind of want to boot it up like a console and use it for work or play, and then that, that's it. Like I've kind of gotten to that stage. <laughs>
1: right.
3: Um, but it's it's also a bit of the stereotype of like I'm not in IT anymore, but. Uh, the it guy like has like all his stuff, you know, completely put together and all of his like customer stuff completely put together, but his computer is just like a shambling thing. That's like held together by duct tape, <laughs> you know, cause it's just like, when you go home, you don't want to, you know, screw with your own computer. So I kind of like have, I've got, I've hit that point and I hit that point a few years ago. Um, but the benefit of it is the fact that it's just an all in one computer, right? It's just, a, it's just like, in my case, it's a Lenovo laptop. So it just has the GPU and everything in there.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: then that's it. And I don't have to screw around really and that's it.
0: I wonder if you're better off buying a um pre built.
3: Uh that's possible. <laughs> I wonder if I know
0: they... I know they have a shady reputation, but um it's, I mean...
3: it's, it's the custom motherboards, right? That's generally yeah. the problem. It's because mm-hmm. the motherboards aren't, aren't very good usually. They're like cookie cutter, obviously, but cookie cutter in the cheapest way possible. That'd be easy
0: enough to replace too.
3: I was going to say, like, I guess it depends on how high the scalpers or whatever it is takes the price of these things. Um, if the price just goes up to an absolutely insane rate, rate, it might just make sense to say, okay, I'll buy this pre-built on a good deal for this GPU. I know this GPU will last me a few years, and then I'll buy, like, a motherboard in a year. Like, I'll use the pre-built as a pre-built. And then in a year, I'll salvage some of the parts, and then I'll slowly... Like Frankenstein, uh, and and slowly upgrade said Frankenstein of a computer over the years. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't even imagine being the person that has to have the latest card every year.
0: I was gonna get one, um, but since I can't find one, um, let's put that on the back burner.
3: That would be. Oh man. That's that's horrible. <laughs>
0: I don't know what it is, and and I'm I'm not even the type of guy who's like going in and looking at like my thermals or anything like that. It's just I just like tinkering with uh, with with it. You You put
3: an AIO in your computer. Your computer wasn't even overheating.
0: I know, but it was just like I just wanted to try it. I just wanted to 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 see how it would go and see if I could do it by myself and stuff.
3: In order to to like make it so I didn't have to remove the backplate on my motherboard, at one point I taped together one of my fans oh god cuz i just didn't want it oh, like god. i just didn't want to deal with it that much i think it's just because like i think it, i think it's just it's just because like uh i don't treat it like a hobby whereas i think for you like you're having fun with it whereas like if i like break something i'm pissed off after that <laughs> so i'm just like i'm just like no like i'm just going to use this like all in one package and that's going to be what what i use what would you if 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 it became available right now whatever card it is you're after i don't know which one you're after i think the um, 3080 3080 if it became available right now would you buy it at full retail uh
0: well full retail is around like 1200 bucks sure like a thousand to 1200 bucks canadian i should clarify um i yeah i probably would
3: god damn although at this point my
0: processor's getting old
3: it's weird because you're not a pc gamer like you're not you're not hitting this thing it's not my main console yeah you're 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 a ps5 gamer like i don't i don't i don't get it i just don't I, i don't i get you making it because I have, like, an affinity myself with, like, having something that can run anything. Like, mm-hmm. um, I just don't want a format that I can't touch. But I'm also fine with, like, keeping the original PlayStation 4. You know, I don't care about the Pro model and stuff. Um, stuff like that. Or, like, waiting, waiting for the Switch to go on sale and then buying it. But, like, for you, it's like you built this, like, killer computer that, like, blows away... Well, I don't know if it blows away my laptop, but it, like, it certainly, like, puts it... Like, because I think I bought my laptop a year or something after your computer. But, like, you know, it they they can fight put it that mm-hmm. way yeah and like uh like you're you're like putting work into this this thing and meanwhile i'm like sitting here being like fuck i hope this like tape holds <laughs> i mean maybe
0: maybe i'm a victim of of capitalism and marketing but i just like i like owning the best thing i can find you know and it's expensive it's an expensive hobby to do that
3: a very an exceptionally yeah. expensive hobby. And
0: so it's like I'm using an air cooler and it's like, okay, that's fine, but, but there's there's a better option. It's like, oh, I gotta go get an AIO and I, go, I gotta go get one, you know?
3: I'm surprised you're not a liquid cooler. You have to eat or you order like a bunch of the that, GPUs and then benchmark them and...
0: That's beyond what I would care to do. Um,
3: now here's yeah. a question, there though. Is a, there with, is a limit. Right. If the 25%... Because these are American tariffs, right? If they don't affect us, do you think we're going to see the twenty-five percent increase? That's a good question. And would you I buy that card that. that you're after at the twenty-five percent increase?
0: No, that might be a little too crazy. My but 2080 what, still runs everything well over sixty uh, frames per second, right?
3: But then, what's your upgrade path? Like, if you're going to become more necessity based after the twenty-five percent increase, let's say hypothetically it did hit Canada, what, um, like what what what's your what are you going to do?
0: in terms of graphics card
3: yeah so like you're not comfortable with let's say the 3080 at the 25 percent increase well let's just say like whatever it is the 4080 the 5080 whatever whatever comes out in the future a couple gens down the line you want to actually upgrade because the 2080 isn't doing it for you anymore
0: that, well that 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 then becomes a necessity right and so the the price starts to matter less when i when i need a new card right but do you
3: buy the old card like, do you buy the, if the 5080s are row? do you buy the 4080?
0: Oh, no. I don't think I would do that, no. Okay. Because cause when I bought my, well, when you were there, when when I actually bought all my PC components, you know. Yeah, we put it together, the, yeah. Uh, the 2000 series, uh, Ryzen chip was still the latest one, um, and, and my 2080 was still the latest one. Although the Supers came out like a few months after that, which kind of sucked.
1: Um, you upgraded Recess, your
3: damn RAM. That that literally did not improve performance. You upgraded your RAM. That didn't improve performance. Yeah. And the guy at the store was like, "I think it was like the whatever it was a twenty seven hundred X or whatever it was at the time, whatever Ryzen."
0: Yeah.
3: So yeah. Ryzen um, 7,
0: 2700.
3: Well, didn't didn't you get the X?
0: No, I had I had we had originally bought gone there and I had bought the Ryzen five, right?
3: Oh, and that I swapped, was the upgrade. I swapped
0: it over for the Ryzen seven
3: right okay and
0: then and then the guy asked me like oh do you want the x or not and i said what's the x for he said mainly for um overclocking which i i haven't gotten into
3: right so. okay so but even then like you upgraded like a like a totally viable like blows mine away like i'm on bulldozer if anyone's listening and and you're like and like you hear the word bulldozer and you're a pc guy like you're gonna be like jesus and yes i do have usb issues but <laughs> fuck, fucking drives keep turning off sometimes but like like I'm fine, I mean I'm fine with bulldozer. I rarely max it out, you know. And you had like a Ryzen five, several like several gens ahead, and then you upgraded before you built the computer.
0: And here's the thing: my 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 processor is now two gens old, and and I don't like that. <laughs>
3: like I have the world's first eight core processor. In, in, I think in a desktop. I think my
0: processor is holding me back. That's what I think it is.
3: What holding you back from what though? Like, what are you doing that you can't do?
0: I don't know. The, like, the if I put things on ultra, my games are running at like a hundred to or ninety to like a hundred <laughs> frames per second, and it pisses me off that I have a hundred and forty four hertz monitor and I can't run my games at it. That's what I'm striving for. <laughs> oh
3: I remember I plugged this monitor in because it was on sale bought a new monitor, and I had a monitor for like four years that didn't turn on properly, so I had to keep like unplugging it and shit. Oh yeah, like whatever. That's just me. And and I just didn't give a fuck. Finally buy this monitor, and like, turn it on, and I remember my business partner, Mike, mentioned me, and he's like, how's the 120 hertz? It's like, oh, I forgot about that. I'm like, where do I set that? He's like, you didn't oh, fucking geez. turn up your refresh rate? I was like, I don't care. I was like, I literally don't care. Like, it's incredible how much I don't care. When I upgrade, sure, I'll get the good thing. Yeah, but I same. Also, but I also like, I'm also not gonna go totally ham because like i turned it up to 120 hertz i didn't notice it so it's like oh well <laughs> like, it just doesn't <laughs> yeah, my, matter to me
1: like my my venture into pc gaming has been one of convenience and consolidation not of peak performance when i do upgrade i will get the best possible one i can in that moment but until i do i will just deal with what i have i, I, I
3: yeah like my TVs, pff, fuck, i don't know a decade old, seven years old, something. I don't care. Like, yeah, I'm going to upgrade soon uh, because I'm starting to see some screen tearing and stuff like that sometimes. Uh, and that is one thing I would like to get rid of because that's like an actual quote unquote problem. But like I was telling you, Ryan, like we are looking at some Samsung TVs and some of them said it was 120 MR motion rate. So you're thinking, oh, it's 120 hertz. Wrong. 60 hertz native on the panel. 120 motion rate to like reduce motion blur or some, some marketing thing or some technical you know, thing. I don't they know
0: Artificially insert frames to make it 120.
3: Sure. But like, but like the panel isn't showing 120 Hertz. So then I told you, I was like, I'm going to wait into this year to make sure that HDMI 2.1 is on all ports of most TVs. Then it's settled. Then I'll see if I need a receiver or whatever. Like, I'm just going to wait because it doesn't really bother me. But like, if let's say, for example, someone were to just like purchase me, because I was looking at Samsung, the frame, uh, and yes, I'm paying for the name there a little bit. Um, Although it's pretty reasonably priced, but anyway. Um, it's not bad, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty reasonable, actually. Um, but if someone were to, like, like give, like, let's say just for whatever reason, like, someone sent me the frame. For Christmas, let's just say. That's a good one. So, like, for Christmas, they sent me this year's the frame. I would never even, I wouldn't even consider upgrading. I wouldn't care. Oh, I'm up to 4K now? All right. Done. That's it. Don't care. <laughs> like, sure, I don't have 120 hertz. Don't care. Like, it just doesn't bother me.
0: My RAM bothers me.
3: Like, <laughs> right, right now?
0: Uh, so my ram is 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 3200 uh, megahertz ram and if I set it to that in, in my BIOS um, it crashes I have to set it to 3,000 and and that uh, that hurts me
1: Oh, whoa! Is you, Ryan I can't, Johnson? I, I used to know
3: like you. the fixes for this. Like, I'd have to like well, start looking it up. But what, like, what are you doing, Ryan? Like,
0: you'd have to mess with the voltages, I guess. But that's that's oh, a, that's, that's a bit right. beyond me. So th- my other option is, I think, to get a different motherboard, <laughs> or or RAM that is that is compatible, like like listed as compatible with Ryzen. Uh, yeah, you yeah, need a new system. I think so. I think that's what the, my <laughs> next step is going to be.
3: I'm going to be still using this big-ass computer, which has, like, broken, like, eight times, because it's so goddamn old. I don't even Apparently, remember what my, how much RAM I have. <laughs>
0: like, can, I, can I tell you something, too, Matt? While why we were recording this podcast, I was looking at new cases.
3: Oh, my God, Ryan. Because I want to buy a new case. Ryan, my case is warped, and one of the screws doesn't <laughs> fit anymore, and I don't... Like, what are you doing? I'm supposed to be the computer person. It's Ryan... Bad. Ryan is it's now like, taking I, I think, my role. He took my place.
0: I think it's like when people say they get a tattoo; like you just have to get more. I think that's what it is.
3: <laughs> oh You've got the addiction now. Yeah, you can't scratch that itch.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's the podcast.
3: And Ryan's computer.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's been a hell of a two years with this thing, man.
3: Ryan, Ryan, my computer, this is not a joke, has eight. uh, This is not, I think it's eight. It might be like four, but whatever. It's a lot. A bunch, multiple ports, wait for optical drives.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God.
3: (laughs) Oh man. It's old. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Um, You can catch this podcast every week on uh, Sunday. Was it Sunday release, Matt?
3: Yeah. Sunday uh, at noon.
0: Tim, doing the good job on the Twitch over there?
2: A job, anyway.
0: No, good job. I like your streams.
2: Good. One of and the you jobs. You too. Good. Listener.
0: How can they listen? Or how can they watch, I guess, your stream?
2: With their eyeballs. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash. <laughs> yeah, that figures.
0: You have to type it in that way?
2: You do. You have to you have to hit the cadence right. Otherwise, yeah. it takes it to some faker. <laughs> it's be, like me.
3: sighing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we also we also stream uh, Vermintide, which we talked about earlier um, at the uh, Twitch slash Day One Patch Media. You can catch us there on Wednesdays, and uh, we'll see you guys later.
2: Bye, friends. Stay safe. Eat a
0: taco. Eat a taco.